What's going on, everybody? I hope everybody's well. Dude, Attack on Titan finale is this weekend. I cannot wait. Make sure you follow me. Punch the mouth official on Instagram. Officials underscore PITM on Twitter. Peace, guys. Later. going on everybody i hope everybody is well i'm doing pretty good myself but what i will say is i'm either getting old or something bro that um believe for my time concert that shit went on for way too long okay like i don't want to hear it it went on for way too long how is the final act first of all first act been dead cory taylor's son that was fucking dope. I don't care what anybody says. Those guys are awesome. Number two of Mice and Men, they killed it, bro. And since it was Halloween, they um came out to the Ghostbusters themes. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Like, they came out to that. That was pretty dope. Uh, Bullet from my own time killed it. But again, I'm getting fucking old. Going on to 11.30, me getting home at 1 o'clock in the morning, as the kids would say, is not it. I mean... I'm probably complaining too much. I should just be happy I went, right? Shout out to my cousin Andrew. He took me. He's the best. But anyway, let's get into these fights before people start bitching. Like, I don't want to hear about this guy's life. Oh, and just as a side note, because it got so late in the week, um, there will not be a second episode this week. So I'll try to, we're going to do the fights. We're going to talk about Francis Ngannou. But the one thing I do want to talk about, and you guys know um, my thoughts on Ariel Hawani. I don't dislike the guy, but I can see why a lot of people don't like him. He likes to act like this tough guy, but I know that 100% of these fighters, if they really want to, could beat the shit out of him. The same goes for me. They could Fucking Ariel could probably beat the shit out of me. But my point is, why does he do that, that him and Chell got into an argument on the MMA hour? And like you guys can say, oh, they're just messing around. Like that didn't seem like messing around to me. Cause Chell hung up abruptly on him. Like they didn't say goodbye, see you later. Like those guys, they were physically mad because like I feel most of the time Chell Sonnen is playing a character, you know? He's playing a character and like Ariel has just gotten to the point, I guess. Like you can feel that Ariel at some times he feels like he's better than other people. And I do like Ariel a lot. Like, Ariel has got himself into a position where he's the guy of MMA media. Like, I don't care what anybody says, like him or hate him, he's the guy. Like, you ask anybody, you know, an MMA journalist, 90% of them are going to tell you Ariel Hawani. But, like, sometimes it just, I guess it goes to his head. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't like that, you know? So I hope him and Chell figure it out. Okay, we got 13 fights. We got in the main event, you got Jolton Almeida. This is for the fight night. We're going to get into Derek Lewis's arrest. You got Derek Lewis versus Jolton Almeida in the main event. Got Gabriel Bonif versus 
Nicolas Dalby, that's a good fight. I don't know why Kyle Barolojo isn't higher on this card. He's going to fight Abbas Magomedov. This guy's talked a lot of shit about him, too. Like, when he he was going to debut in the UFC, or when he was going to fight Sean Strickland, because I, I believe he was already had a couple fights. He goes, I don't get why people like this guy so much. He lost in the PFL, and they're, like, hyping the heck out of him. So there's bad blood in this one. I'm definitely going to be watching that one. But are we sure that's not the co-main event? Because these other guys, I don't recognize their name. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Yeah, these other guys, I don't recognize <laughs> their name. So we'll see what happens. But this Kyle Barlojo guy versus Abyss Magomedov, that's a good fight right there, bro. That's a great fight. I cannot wait. And Jolton Almeida versus Derek Lewis. I'm kind of nervous for Derek Lewis in this fight. I'll tell you why. UFC Derek Lewis drove 136 miles per hour in a 50 miles per hour zone in Harris something court records allege. A UFC fighter was arrested in Harris County for allegedly driving almost three times the posted speed limit. Derek Lewis was charged Wednesday with reckless driving a misdemeanor charge. Court records say Lewis, who claimed Houston as his hometown, was driving 136 miles in a 50 mile per hour zone in an F1 2100. In a red Lamborghini, he allegedly passed a member of law enforcement while weaving in and out of traffic, making unsafe lane changes. He was given a hundred dollars personal recognizance bond and released from custody the same day as his arrest. Lewis's nickname is the Black Beast. is an all-time leader of knockouts in the UFC heavyweight division. Okay, that's one reason I'm nervous. Like, what is this guy doing? And this was like six days ago. Are you not training? Are you not training? Here's another reason. Starving Derek Lewis tricked into accepting UFC South Paulo fight. I'm not getting anything out of it. Derek Lewis wants to go home. The Black Bleach claims he was tricked into taking the UFC South Paulo main event against Jolton Almeida this Saturday in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And now the power puncher, the power punching Texan is basically working for free after all taxes and expenses. Lewis replaced Curtis Blades on short notice. A few weeks ago, I got a call about a guy I agreed straight away, Lewis told Fox Sports Australia. I didn't know the fight was in Brazil, though. It was only after accepting that they told me I'd always say to my manager, I would never fight in Brazil because of the taxes are so bad. So I got tricked into accepting the fight. And then the, the article goes on to say, wait till he sees what they charge down under. I said I didn't want to fight here since arriving. Nothing has changed, Lewis continued. I can't wait to go home. I'm basically fighting for them, the government, right now. I'm not getting anything out of it. By the time I pay my coaches and so on, it's not even worth it. And that's if I don't get pickpocketed here. Plus, I can't eat none of the food. I'm not trusting it. I'll end up sick. In his pre-fight preparation, however, he leaves something to be desired. He leaves a little something to be desired. I shouldn't have no problem defeating this guy, Lewis continued. I haven't seen any of the videos of him. My coaches have, though. They have talked about his ground game, his front kick. I need to watch out for that. But other than that, there's not too much for me to worry about. I feel like I shouldn't have no problem defeating this guy. Instead of waiting around for my opponent to do something, I'm going to go out there and I want to do something and do what I want to do. I mean... He sounds confident, but now I'm worried. He's getting arrested. He's like saying that he doesn't want to fight there because of taxes. So how motivated is he? You know, I'm a little bit nervous, a little bit nervous because I like Derek a lot. But we'll see what happens now. 
I have reached out to ESPN and to Bellator and to PFL. I haven't gotten word back from PFL from my sources within the organization or PFL. A source within ESPN has told me, because there's one thing I want you guys to understand. This Champions Night that's going to happen on Thanksgiving weekend is the final event for PFL this year. And their contract with ESPN is up. And I was hearing rumors. And if you guys follow the show, I did say that there were rumors of PFL wanting to leave ESPN. So I reached out to all parties and someone told me that ongoing negotiations that the rumors aren't true but that they're ongoing negotiations so this is very interesting next friday you have the final bellator event on showtime and then coming thanksgiving weekend if espn what they need to do they need to pull out all the stops bro they need to pull out all the stops and have pfl ufc and top rank because if they have those three they're 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 juggernaut but because why with top rank you get tyson fury with top rank well you don't get francis and ganu but if you want francis and tyson to rematch you you have that on espn if you have that if you have the contract with top rank you keep a good relationship with the zone to have jake paul fight on their espn and if you keep pfl you get jake paul's mma debut if you keep pfl you get Francis Ngannou's PFL debut. Now, people are saying that there's not people for Francis to fight in the PFL right now. This is Peter Murray's words. These aren't mine. If you guys don't know who Peter Murray is, he's the owner of PFL. He's like the Lorenzo Fertitta or like the Aria Emanuel now, I guess. He's them. But like he likes to be in front of the camera. And what Ray Seppo is, he's the president. He's what Dana is. And Ray doesn't like to be in the camera. Like... Think of it this way, the PFL and UFC, they're, they're swapped. So the owners don't of the UFC don't like to be in camera at all. The president handles all of that. And then Peter Murray doesn't mind being interviewed by Ariel Hawani. I shouldn't say he likes being on camera because... And they have a deal in place with, with Saudi Arabia, PFL does. So we shall see, man. We shall see. And... I was telling somebody the other day, don't think because they announced it to be a fight night that they can't, at the snap of the fingers, they can't make that into a pay-per-view and have Conor McGregor fight on that March pay-per-view. He's saying it looks like April, but we'll see. So if I'm ESPN, I'm doing everything in my power to keep PFL because then you keep the Francis Ngannou John Jones fight alive. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. You keep the John Jones fight alive, and it's crazy, man. It's just crazy. And I have a feeling that if Saudi Arabia somehow gets involved, that fight will get done. They will sit down with Dana and Peter Murray, and they will get that fight done. They will offer them so much money that the UFC cannot say no, because the PFL has already said yes. Or even probably Abu Dhabi. I mean, not Abu, where is it that they do the fights? Yeah, Abu Dhabi. They'll probably do a two-fight deal between Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi, you know? They'll be like, okay, we'll have the rematch in Abu Dhabi. We'll have the first fight in Saudi Arabia, and then we'll have the rematch in Abu Dhabi. But that's crazy, man. That is nuts. Now we're going to get into the the Francis Ngannou fight. Let me pull up my notes, because I have rewatched the fight, and I have questions. 
that we're going to try to answer here together. So just bear with me because my mouse does not want to function. Okay. I have it a draw and I will, and we will get to why it's a draw in a moment. But let me look something up real fast. Okay, this comes from Cargo Fighter, I guess. They have rules. And here goes, what happens if you throw an elbow in a boxing? In boxing. And it goes on to say, a safety is one's main concern in modern day boxing. There are no other options but to strictly follow all rules crafted by the authorities. If you try and hit your or blow your opponent through an elbow strike, it is considered a purposeful illegal attack to abuse boxing rules. And if even if you try to press your elbow against your opponent's face, it may result in a warning, possible point deduction, or even disqualification in case of a repeated offense. Okay, my only thing is, because, okay, but what happens? Okay, the reason I'm looking to see what happens with the elbow strike is because Tyson Fury clearly threw an elbow to Francis Ngannou. And if that warrant warrants a point deduction, I have to see what round it is to, though. Six round, let's see. Who did I give the six round to? Okay, I gave it to Fury. But okay, let's look at it. Let's look at this. So I gave the first round of Fury 10-9. So that's 10-9 overall. I gave the second round of Fury 10-9-2019 overall. I mean 2018. Sorry. And then the third round is when Francis knocked him down. So you go 10-8, 28-28. Round four, I gave it to Nganu. So 48-47. I mean 38. So okay. 38-37 Nganu. Um, so round five. I had it even because I gave it to Francis of so 3737 overall. I mean 4747. What's wrong with me, bro? Round six, I gave it to Fury, but okay, you have to look at it. If they take a point away, it's nine nine. So they would be 46, 46. I mean 56, 56. Round Seven, I gave it to Nganu, so he'll be 66, 65 for Nganu all the way around. Round eight, I gave it to Nganu, so it'll be 76, 75. So then round nine, I gave to Fury, that gives me 85, 85. So yeah, at the end of the day, Tyson Fury won 95 to 94. Originally, I had it a draw, and then, but that's because. I didn't add it up correctly, you know. I didn't add it up, so I didn't. So Tyson Fury won, but Francis still, in my scorecard, Tyson won 95 to 94. But a lot of the judges gave, did I give Nganu the second round? Because I had to rewatch it. No, I gave it to Fury. A lot of the judges gave Nganu the second round, but I have it at 95 to 94. Because you would go 85 to 86. And then, oh no, it is a draw. Because if I go 75, 76, and then I go 85, and then 9 plus 76, instead of 86 is 85. So I have 85 to 85. Oh, no, yeah, then Tyson won 95. Yeah, 95 to 94, Tyson wins. I'm sorry. It gets a little confusing. But, yeah, Tyson won. But let me tell you, Francis Ngannou proved everybody wrong, bro. He proved everybody wrong because including myself, I thought Tyson was going to go in there and run him over. Now, I don't know if Tyson didn't take him seriously or anything like that, but he did what he had to do. Now, could you say that people were against him? Sure. Yeah. But I want to talk about like, okay, he did that. He basically ruined it for Saudi Arabia because they announced the Usyk fight like a few days before that. 
Tyson was going to fight him in December. And now a couple of days later, it came out that they're going to fight in February. So we shall see. Tyson chalked it up to ring rust. I don't know. My point here, here is it's finally happened. I, we can finally say the best heavyweight on the planet is not in the UFC. He's fighting for PFL and he's doing his boxing fights. Now, Dana will never admit it, but you can't say that. Uh, Dana's probably like saying, fuck. We messed up. We should have gave in to Francis a little bit. Now, not everybody's going to have this pull, right? Like, their fear is that, well, you let Francis do it. Why don't you let me do it? Like, not everybody's going to have this pull, right? So, we shall see. But going back to his PFL, there's one guy. If this Bellator sale is true and they are going to go with PFL, there is one guy I would like to see Francis and Ganu fight. His name is Vadim Nenkov. I will leave you with that. Peace out, guys. Enjoy the fights this weekend. I'll see you later. Deuces.